Is it something that you like when do you find yourself habitually wanting to turn to something to like scroll or swipe? Is it when you're like bored in an uncomfortable situation? No one's talking. Like I always think about that. Like, I'd be at home. I'd be, you know, I'd be watching these babies all the time. So I'm just like, all right. The, yeah, the babies there. If I'm playing something on TV that's for them. Yeah. What am I going to look at on my phone? I'm about to play Candy Crush or if I'm out of lives, maybe I'll play Clash Royale or maybe not. Or I'm scrolling on Reddit. I might check Instagram just to like a few things. But then I you I get off it. Instagram quickly. Yeah. I check the DMs. I like the first few things. Yeah. Then I got to get the fuck off of Instagram. No, I feel that too. I kind of am like that too. Instagram is insane. It really is. I think I all social I don't feel media. Like, I don't feel like I have a lot of healthy community connections. I don't have a lot of... Uh, how I used to be. At like maintaining the art mm -hmm. community in the Bay. I ain't been doing that shit for years and I don't feel connected as fuck to people, especially, especially with all the history. <laughs> it's so much history with so many people. Like your relationships with people that yeah. is like weird now. Yeah. Or, yeah. But it's like, that's, that's the people on Instagram. I don't find new people on Instagram. Like, you Whenever I started out. Instagram and was using that shit to do events, I ain't doing that no more. But all them same people and same shit, they come, I come across. But you know how you find new people? I mean, the way I find new people, because it's like, I'm not even from like San Francisco and Oakland like you are, you know? So like everybody is someone that's introduced to me. But the way I find new people is like, I like, I know people will send me artists because they know I curate events. So like, that's a way that I find people or I'll just like go to different places and like, I'll go check out shows. And if I like someone, I'll like take an interest in them. Cause it's like, it's not just me trying to build community. It's also like part of like a business almost. Mm -hmm. And like, I just, I want to know like mm -hmm. all of the dope possible artists to, I don't know, just network, around. Yeah. Like, ne actual yeah. Network. Right. Yeah, and it is yeah. kind of like, you know, after a while you just start seeing the same fucking people on the same fucking bills. And I'm like, there has to be, some, maybe I not rappers, maybe some singers, maybe some producers, some something, because I'm not going to a show and watching the same three people on every mm. fucking bill. I feel like it used to be so much richer. I don't know what it is anymore. Do you, when's the last time that you went to a, like a show, like a local independent artist show? Well, I got two questions for you. When I had a show. <laughs> <laughs> when was your show? I just went to, well, I just actually, this was Najee's show, the last one I went to. Mm -hmm. It was out here. It's for um, something called Balanced Breakfast. He'd been fucking with them. But it's mostly like, we're the only rap rappers. Everybody oh, okay. else is like bands, but that's musicians. cool sometimes. They're all like white people. Are they cool? I fuck with some of the music. Yeah. A metal band. They were really interesting. Balanced Breakfast. Why does that sound hella familiar? I'll look at it. Wait, we did a Bay list for them, a R&B and hip hop list last winter we did. And then he just always does Balanced Breakfast shit. Oh, Naji the list does. for them. Yeah 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 yeah, 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 yeah. I remember that. Yeah. So that's them. So that's like the last time I was out and I met some new people. And was I it like a find show? new people on. It, yeah, but it was like a weekend full of. And it's artists performing for other artists. Ah, uh. So it's like, that's tight as fuck. I actually fucked with that. 
because everybody and then he's like everybody meet everybody let's do like know who we are and shit like if we wanted to follow up with some of them people and like do some type of shit we could they're yeah. musicians they're like playing real instruments and shit right and they're like with it you could make a you could have someone produce a beat for you that don't have a bass line on it and have a real a real musician. motherfucker yeah exactly. or like add some cool little melody you know i think knowing musicians is super important but i think also like there's something cool about performing for a bunch of artists but i also am kind of leaning away from wanting to do that because i like i want to perform for people that are going to be like a fan of music because it's like essentially those are the people that you can like i mean depending on what you, like i'm trying i want it to be a career so it's like i want to artists ain't gonna buy my fucking shit they're just gonna go and judge you and see what they can steal from you or use you for you know I, yes collab and we love each other and blah but also like if you really do though yeah there's gonna that's be that's only if you really do and the, even collabing it's like they're like what value can you add to, and that's fine because we go both ways we're all using each other but like to be able to perform for people that are like i want to spend money and go see some music today that's why I like a so far sh uh sound show is kind of cool because like those are just people that have no idea who's gonna be on the bill but they just want to go see some new live music so then you can kind of get into like the psychology of like what a person that just is a fan of music is like mm -hmm. and how to because if we spend so much time insulated in artists, we only know how artists right. think and we forget how so normal right. fucking people think. <laughs> not That's that we're not so normal. right. My cousin, uh, my other cousin, Brittany, the twin sister, who was also in Santa Barbara with us. I saw them on does... your that went to the Costa Rica with you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, okay. yeah. I saw the twins. Uh. She's in marketing and she now is working for Title, which she likes so much better than what she was doing before. Are you fucking kidding me? No. And you're not gonna fucking talk to your Title cousin? I'll connect you if you want. But she just, she's interviewing people right now and she just interviewed me and asked me about kind of just, she's basically doing what you just said. Like she's trying to get into the mind of people who like fuck with music because, you know, she's trying to. They're 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 trying to figure some shit out at title or that you know. Yeah, that's so she did an interview with you, but you're an artist. But for like yeah, yeah. But she also talked to her little sister. She was like, I need to talk to more non POC, non black people. <laughs> so white people. <laughs> like, she's like, I have a different range of ages of people I've talked to now, but they're all colored. Oh, I got some white people. I said, I have a <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Does she want like non-artist people? I think she would be interested to talk to anybody. But yeah, if you guys want, if you want to talk to her, she definitely would be down to talk to you. I, I mean, my but you're that. You, I feel like are the. If I understand correctly what she described, or if I interpreted it correctly, like. There's something I think they're trying to do about artists. They just want to provide value for people who value music, mm. fans or artists, mm. whatever, wherever you fall or whatever. Mm -hmm. So you are very business minded about the shit. I, I, I really am not, to be honest with you. I like to do that shit. You like the art. I like the art part. And that's why I kind of think I was saying what I was saying before. I'm not in the streets. I'm not in the community centers. You know what I mean? No, like I'm not doing none of that shit no more. You like to teach and you like the art. That's what you like. And I'm, and yeah, that's yeah, what yeah. I like about you it's specifically. Like healthy. It's like, 
like a health. It's like a wellness. <laughs> you love. I mean, it's like what you say in your mission. Like you like to use you like you use music and art as a form of healing, and you like to teach and empower young people to find healing through Period. art, that's and it. that's what brings you joy and fulfillment in life. And I fuck with that, and I do like that. But I think if I was, if I could be better at, uh, if business. I could be better at any aspect, <laughs> right, that would grow. That, like, that would be that. That's a, a weakness of mine. It's not a strength. You could just find someone like the way you know we found each other. Like I don't necessarily. I mean, I've grown. The business part has grown on me because I like psychology. Mm-hmm. Like, that's what I went to school for and graduated with. And business, like, not even business, but, like, marketing is just all about mm-hmm. the human mind. And I also like solving problems and, like, figuring shit out. And not being a broke bitch. I hate being a broke bitch. So. And, like, really, I really just, <laughs> my whole shit is this freedom. Like, I just want to be that's free. Right. And uh, liberation. money is freedom, you know? I mean, maybe not. There's some ways not where you can't be. Not being a broke bitch. Yeah. When, it's liberating. Yeah, not being a bro. <laughs> For real, though. But even, like, I would never want to be in a position where I just had, like, I look at people that have everything and they're so unhappy and unfulfilled. Like, I want to have everything because I earned it and I worked for it and I figured out how to get it. fulfilled. Yeah, like, I would never, like, want to be someone that just waited on a parent to die to take all their shit because I see people like that and I'm like, you guys are fucking greasy, like. Greasy. <laughs> Like, who just sits there waiting on their relatives to die like a fucking vulture? That's so crazy to me, but... Moving greasy. Yeah. This is hot, but I'm cold. So cute. I love that shit. But it's like, I want to be warm, but this is very hot. So I'm going to wear it. (laughs) I'm going to wear it like halfway. Mm -hmm. That's hella cute. (laughs) I'll like show, I'll show you where you got this. <laughs> it looks hella cozy. It and is. Like it's a really soft like... and huggable as fuck. I'm sure like a Care Bear had to die. To yeah. Fucking did. If they died. Oh, it's ten already. Bro, we better go. Oh, what shit. time we gotta go? We gotta go now. Damn, that shit went by hella fem fast. Deadly, fem deadly, fem deadly, Cause we started late as fuck. That's why. I know that was my everything in my life started late as fuck today because of the stupid ass traffic. Well, we better get to where we're going now. That's okay. Hey, who was listening? Say hell yeah. Hell yeah. I know it's weird because like we could have just been talking to us. What, what's our listenership like? I don't fucking know. But <laughs> I do want to download our archive shit and like put it up somewhere. We should put it somewhere. This is a good one. I, I would I would like to add some like sound effects if we could. Yeah. You want me uh, to bring we my should sound have effects? a meeting. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we should have a meeting. Shit. Yeah, <laughs> we, we should. From this. We should like honestly, we could do some dope shit. I agree. If we like just if we just had one little visual thing, you know, a couple little sound effect things, a little promo, we could do it. Yeah. It's going to be our winter time thing that we figure it out. Okay. Sounds good. Cuz right now we have to I'm not Make, even gonna say survive. This. I was gonna say, <laughs> you know, to do do things with the bumblers. Oh my god, let's <laughs> have that meeting. Yeah, yeah. Well, I love you so much, and we're about to go see the fem deli fem deli fem deli venoms in this motherfucking bitch. If you didn't get your tickets, then you ain't shit. If you ain't on the list, then you ain't a friend.
Hey, <laughs> hey. But I hope you got a ticket. Though. It's sold out, that shit. The Ooh, only reason we did. got I in. Said, Bitch, this is a rich blood mm-hmm. tier four. Yeah. We late. I know. Thank you, Breathless, for putting us on the yes, list. Yes, but we, we told come. them we would be shaking ass in the front row. Okay, well, yeah. let's go shake that Okay, in. let's go. Bye, you guys. Over and out. Two episodes. We run. Now. Oh, there really, really are lizard people. Yeah. Here's lizard guy. He was one of the original frat boys, so he doesn't like him either. And he's like, oh, that you pretending you were killed? That was hilarious. <laughs> Look at his eyes. Penny. Yeah. Now, this guy really was not an actor, and he had clashes with the director. Because he wasn't familiar with the concepts of, like, showing up for work on time, stuff nice. like that. And uh, there was big fights between him and the, um, and the director. His name's Derek McKinnon. Derek McKinnon. Later on, he'd be involved with an actual murderer. Um, really? Yeah. Well, he was a neighbor and acquaintance of this guy named Luca Magnata, a one-time porn actor who was convicted in 2012 of slaying a Chinese college student whose remains he dismembered and mailed to several local schools. What? 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 So this now I'm mad at this Derek guy because he goes in an interview. McMinnon speculated that he might have been inspired by the by a title character in Terror Train. Bullshit! You don't he said that. Go, I'm gonna. Yeah, he's what a what a conceited bitch. Right, your fucking neighbor gets dismembered and mailed to schools. And he's also a grouchy jerk. He's showing up late. He's arguing with the director. Listen to this one. Eric Derek McMinnon said that his favorite scene was killing actor Hart. You know, it's diehard guy. Yeah. Because he irritated the crap out of him during filming. What a jerk. (laughs) That's like a fun set. Yeah. So this Derek guy... I don't know. He does his job. He plays his role when the camera's rolling. But when it wasn't rolling, I guess he was a bit of a jerk. There wasn't a sequel to this movie. It wasn't like a Terror Train 2. I guess no. Does he die at the end? Who? Of of Killer. You know what? He doesn't really die. He falls off the train. It's the second to last scene they they shot for the film. He falls off the train. Now, the stuntman could not handle the cold. The stuntman, you know, because he falls into this, like, icy, snowy uh, bank where a river is, and the mist was coming up. He couldn't handle it. So the art director is the guy (gasps) falling off the train in this scene. All right, we'll have to look for that. That's so bad. Like, can you build us a train set in a warehouse and make it realistic? And can you jump off a train? And they rock it. No, he jumped yeah. off a real train. They were rocking it to make it seem like right now they're in a warehouse. Right. But I just think it's funny. Like, he did so much work for this movie, including stunts. <laughs> His credit is art director, not. Um... Yeah, man. Right. God, don't you hate the train bathroom sucks? You ever been on a train where like it doesn't work, the water's out, and just the bathroom reeks? You smell it down <laughs> the car. It happens. In Europe, they're called water closets, and I didn't know that. So I'm uh-huh. looking around for the bathroom, and I, there's like all these, you know, it says WC, WC. 
Why in the world would you call it a water closet, right? It's it's literally a closet with water in it. Right. Ah, uh, beer and coffee. That is a conductor's breakfast right there. You yeah, want to play a little canasta? I got the pegs up. Ben's doing this very unfunny bit where he, like, does a card trick or guests or, I don't know, it's not funny. What a show-off. He only does that with Copperfield on the show. Right. So now, this is Mo, okay? And Mo is the boyfriend and friend of Doc. And what he's trying to do, like Elena is, Elena is really pissed off that that this was all Doc's idea, and he's doing pranks on people. Okay, these are really magic tricks that David Copperfield's really doing. It's not special effects. Oh, well, okay. Well, that explains the budget. Look, he takes the quarter. He's right. about to buy peanuts, which is not true. Look, the cigarette goes right through the quarter. Wow. Mental. It's not a comic. Uh, it's not a... Why did I say comic? It's not a movie trick. He gave him a quarter and he pulled out a quarter. Uh, he was going to buy peanuts from the vending machine. Unbelievable, number one. And he said, hold it, miss. May I see that quarter? He's got a slick David Copperfield voice. You know, he's a little impressive. He was going to go to college at Fordham University, but they offer him the lead part in a Chicago play all about magic. So he jumped at it, you know? Yeah. He had a successful run there, and then he started doing a magic show in Hawaii at this, like, prominent hotel. Um, and he got noticed by some producer guy who threw him on television? ABC's Magic of Magic, something like sure. that. Sure. Yeah, and he did a bunch of those. When he made the Statue of Liberty disappear on national television, it yeah. really sucked because I was actually in the statue at the time. <laughs> he did do that. He did some weird uh, stunts. Let's see here. Yeah, the Statue of Liberty, 1983. He made a Learjet disappear in 81. He levitated over the Grand Canyon in 84. Oh, wow. He walked through the Great Wall of China in 86. What? No, he escaped from Alcatraz in 87, but I don't think that's very they were close. Long there clothes. were no guards. They were all... He waited for the tourists to leave, and then he's like, I'm out of here. So he made the Orient Express dining car disappear in 91. He flew on stage in 92 for a few minutes. He, like, flew over the... Wow. No, I don't you... know. He's impressive. Right? Are you a fan of the movie series Now You See Me, Now You Don't? And nope. The sequel Now You See Me, Now You Don't too? Nope. Cannot stand it. What what part do you can't stand? The part where they fall through a laundry chute in Las Vegas and appear in China? Yeah, see that's what I mean. Like the thing is, like, it's it was almost like Ocean's Eleven. Like like everything's perfect. You know, they can they're gonna make up this big you know, everything goes to task perfectly. Oh, he hurt his wrist. Everything's ruined with the I just don't like that how like um if you want to do a heist movie for real, it's got to be like not smooth. It's got right. to be like, you know, not impressive. It's like you idiots, you planned for this and it's his day off on Wednesday, you dummies. You know what I mean? Like, I know a guy who has the key card 
Oh, really? Oh, how convenient. I went They're to high so school. smug. They're so smug in that movie. And I see that too in Double Tap and the Zombie Land with those two guys in it. And uh, it's just like they're never gonna die. They're never gonna get caught. So there's already like this presence yeah. of like you can just walk through it and right. The chips will fall as they will. Yeah. At the end of the original Ocean's Eleven, they lose all the money when this guy gets cremated. Yeah, that's right. That's the way to go, right? But that was it's like crime. Did, crime does not pay. Like you always right. at the end with like them getting caught. Not Even Ocean's though... Eleven. Everything goes to task. He gets his girl back. Oh right? my God! Have you seen Ocean's Eight, the Julia Roberts yeah. uh, spinoff? No, um, Sandra Bullock. Sandra Bullock. Yeah, yeah, I saw it. So, yeah, it wasn't good. I mean, it was great. It was great to see the Met Gala and all that stuff, but it was yeah. just like never sweated. There was no guy shows up on Wednesday. Do you remember the Hot Rock, uh, Donald Westlake's series? I think. Uh, it was a movie, but the the way they would do it is that a guy would come up and say, "Hello, I'm uh -huh. the interior decorator," and the uh -huh. guy behind the counter was like, uh, uh, "I don't know what to do. Uh, just come right in. You know, uh -huh. that's perfect. I'll pretend I'm a homosexual and I'll get into the building." <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Now this is Mitchie, as you know, and she really didn't go on to do much because she died. Her name oh. is Sandy Curry. Uh, she was in Terror Train. Then this is her debut, and then she was in Curtains in '83, Street Justice in '87, and then she dies in '96. Wow. So she kind of went away on her own, but she didn't have a chance to be in stuff. I don't know. Yeah, life goes on. I, right, no, her life did not go on, Mike. Life goes on, Carl. <laughs> After night, there was no '97 for Mitchie. Terrible. Now they have like an open relationship. In which they like sleep with other people, but they still love each other. I don't know. It's weird. Ooh. Okay. Time for David Copperfield. Whoa. What? Oh. It's right behind his hand. I always think of that uh, duck soup line from Groucho Marx. He goes, "Pick a card, any card," and she. You want it back? Because no, I got 51 others. <laughs> <laughs> I did see Duck Soup. Which one? Duck, Duck Soup. Soup. Yeah. I saw the whole I guess I got to see it again. I think it's in the beginning. He's talking to Dumont. Can't get rid of these cards. So none of these are camera tricks. It's all his real act, like out of Hawaii or whatever. Sure. Let's see. I think, I think he had already been on TV for years. Yeah, 77. Okay. Topford. Copperfield's career in television began in earnest when he was discovered by Joseph Cates, a producer of Broadway shows and television specials. Cates produced a magic special in 1977 for ABC called The Magic of ABC, hosted by Copperfield, as well as several The Magic of David Copperfield specials on CBS between 78 and 2001. 18 TV specials he's had and two documentaries. Right. I think it was a recent one, too. So TV rocketed him to fame more than his own magic. But now look at this woman. Doesn't she look a little strange? What do you mean? Like, uh... I don't know. She doesn't look, uh... Looks like a model. Oh, does she? What? She's seven foot tall. Is it? Uh, take a good look at her jaw. <laughs> take a good look at her neck, which is covered up by a... Why is her oh. neck covered up by a... Set? Why is her neck covered up? Oh, we are not bored. 
Now, B. Okay, they say that Derek was cast by mistake, right? Right. But yet, that is Derek. Oh, it's Derek. Yeah. So if he was a transvestite from Montreal, why, you know, he coincidentally got a part in which, I, I don't they, know. They, I don't they know. cast him as a killer. They, they're familiar with his work. They just thought it would be a lark to get him in there. Oh, so they, you, Maybe. you think that they, well, they didn't know him when he showed up. He was someone's right. ride. But you, it could be an added on later thing like the magician was yeah because they said they figured they got this guy have him go and do it so now they're all about like elaine is really pissed at you really pissed she's not gonna forgive you this time you know and you like screwed me over too by like we're good friends but you're always screwing me i got this john yeah i got this john remember you was doing coke in the office Yes, okay. Oh, embarrassing. Okay, you've got a hoop. Just because that's what a magician has, a hoop. Oh, you think he was going to hula hoop on his spare time? No, it's the pass-through. Look at her levitating, and there's no wires. I know, you put the hula hoop through it. The thing is, why not do camera effects? You can. Do you remember the Happy Days episode where they did magic and they stressed at the beginning? Happy Days was shot in front of a live studio audience. All magic tricks are 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 real. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't see that one. Whoa! How did he do it? Really though? How does he do that? I can't tell you the secret. Uh, you know, right. a musician a magician never tells the secret. And it's like I don't know him. How did you play that sonata? Uh, no, uh, I'm a musician. <laughs> Never reveals his <laughs> Okay, orgy time. Now, for right. some reason, there will be another show. When are it they going to open? One magic show. There will be multiple ones. Why? Is, is it Ben Johnson? No. Uh. And he'll be walking around uh, doing crowd work, doing, like, tricks for people. Okay, so it's like... My friend with the Groucho Marx outfit is missing. And then Mitch is like, no, I saw him in the back. And I don't know. That's because. I don't know if we missed it. Mitchie led the, the guy who was dressed as a lizard into the bathroom and killed him. Did we see that? No, yeah, no. This guy with the li- yeah, he's live and well right now. Oh, all right. Okay, now. Doc has an open relationship with Mitchie, okay? So he's trying to get this girl right now. Now, Mo does not have an open relationship with Elena, okay? But still, he's a guy, and he's horny, and he's doing it. So he's going to find himself resisting the charms of this blonde. But he's resisting so weakly. No, no, I couldn't kiss you. No, no, I couldn't touch your body. We have to stop, but let me just grow up first. Oh, is there a rock band in this? Yes, the rock band is in the house, and uh, I'll tell you their name. I have their name. Is it the Tubes? That would be great. No, their name was Crime, and they were just made up for this. Now, I told you there was a movie my brother Adam recommended 
and I have seen it where God and the devil are deciding the fate of humanity by telling stories about this train. Like they're on a yes. train. I think it's like train to terror or something like that. And there's a rock band that plays the interstitials. Like they're on a, on a car and they're, they're out the window with their guitar playing, Interesting. you know? Yeah, it is. It's like, it's like a horror anthology with uh, like three different stories. And then, you know, I think it's a draw at the end, God and the devil. Are we, is it on YouTube or? Well, I have to remember the name. I don't, oh, okay. if it is, then wow. it's worth a watch. I mean, it's, it's a pretty weird movie. Guys, yeah, can't go in first class. Whole, like resisting. Trains are fun until they you realize how classes they are. Like, why can't I go in the front train? Money. It's all about money, 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 money. That's how the trains work. You know, if you pay for a lot to have a a joyous ride, then they're covered. Ah, it's almost like he caught him. Oh. Even though he didn't. So they're going in the back with two girls. For one guy, that's fine. Now look. There's somebody in the toilet and they won't come out. Wait a second. Wait a second. Remember we saw the lizard guy? Maybe that was a mistake of the film. That guy Maybe. was supposed to be dead and he walked past. That's a good point. Seems like a nonstop party. It could be a different lizard guy. Uh, no. Magic key. Yeah, he's got the magic key and he discovers... Ew, brain? Gruesome. No brain. Maybe brain. Uh Gotta clean up. Ew, the toilet paper is on the sink. Ew, it's that's the grossest part. Out. Yeah. Are you like sitting on the toilet and just reaching out to the sink? Now look at all the blood on there. Right? And you see all the blood on the mask? Is that a pee bag? Lost me back. You see what our our hero will hero? What our killer will do is kill a person, take their disguise. And he'll move on to killing the next person and take their disguise. Right. They're and all shaped like him. Is, uh, dancing with with uh, Elena. Woogie, woogie, woogie. It's crime. The rock band crime. Why don't you give him a listen? Red light, satin sheets, little music. Yeah, I had the pleasure to Very nice. Woo! Okay. Is the band gonna finally pop up? Uh, never mind. I don't hear them playing music. That's a professional thing, right? They're, they're playing music as they talk, but we don't hear it when they talk. Now we hear the music. Nope. Now here comes David, and uh, he never would do a movie again. He was very frustrated that he couldn't remember his lines. I don't know. I think it was a big mistake. I think it's kind of neat, though. Don't you think so? Like having well, David Copperfield in a horror movie. No, I do. I'm just saying I, I, I'm I bemoaning the fact that he's like, I'm never doing a movie again. Do we have uh, famous magicians who went did acting? They're usually their own brand, their own thing. Like Doug Henson, well, Doug Benson or whatever. Henson. Yeah, no, no you're right. It was Mark. Uh, Mark Henson. Well, maybe it was Doug. I know who you're talking about. It was Doug but something. There's so few magicians, right? There was Kreskin. There was Copperfield. Then there's that Blaine, David Blaine. Yeah, David Blaine. But you can count him. There's Houdini. You can count him on one hand. Houdini, he, his death always rattles me. Yeah. Is that because, a joke because of his... No, because of the chains. No, because he, uh, some asshole went up and punched him in the stomach. Yeah. And that, yeah. Yeah. Well, so he had a thing in which he would 
tense up his stomach and anyone could punch him in the stomach. But this reporter did it without warning him. So he wasn't clenched up and ready. He was all loose and normal. Yeah. And boing, it was the popping fresh dough. This poor guy. And then he died. Yep. But you know, that's like, he was the biggest entertainment in New Jersey. You know, guys would go to like a bridge. They would go to like the bridge in Trenton or whatever. And they would like hang over this bridge. And, and Houdini would like put chains over and hover into the water. And people on the bridge were like, this is the best entertainment. The hell with the Nickelodeon. I don't, I don't, I. He, he would do these staged uh, stunts at bridges where, you know, mm-hmm. he would be chained up and go under the water and, and to. And they were the just audience. spectators watching? Well, yeah, that was the audience, mm-hmm. you know. They didn't film it. So the conductor's calling up like, we've got a problem. We need to stop somewhere. And he's like, you know, this is rural. You know, this is party train. We're not going anywhere from anywhere to anywhere. They're trying to figure it out. Oh, so they know they're just a party train. Look at, well, yeah, look at it. Now, oh, the lighting crazy. was very difficult on this set because they were in this small area. So this guy, like, devised, the lighting guy devised, um, he rewired the entire train and got, like, dimmers, individual dimmers. Um, variety of different bulbs with different wad- wattages, controlling them with external dimmers. Alcott could set the light very fast in an efficient manner. Used medical lights, pen torches, and hand lights to actors' face, as well as Christmas lights. So this guy couldn't just turn on a big light. He had to screw around with, like, there's the light above his head there. And Is he, like, I thought I recognized the director's name. This is the director's debut. Um, he did Under Fire in 83, okay. but he did Tuner, Tuner, Turner and Hooch in 89. Ooh. He did the James Bond film with Pierce Brosnan, Tomorrow Never Dies in 97. And he did The Sixth Day with Arnold Schwarzenegger. Okay, yeah, I've seen all those films. You know who Sam Peckinpah is? Yeah, sure. Oh, you do? Okay, I don't. He did four films as a film editor. Um, Peckinpah, that's pretty cool. Straw Dogs, The Getaway. Move. Pat Garner, Billy and the Kid in age 73. So... That's why Ben, our conductor, agreed to do this without even reading the script. He's like, I remember this sports Spotswood guy. He worked with Sam Peckinpah. It was pretty damn good. I'll take the part. <laughs> Uh-oh. Now, Sam Peckinpah. Look, I think we missed a murder. Well, they found the murder. No, he followed... He followed Roger. him into the bathroom because he said, "I did you see him hit his head against the mirror? Yeah. Okay, I don't know we why. We were chatting. We were chit-chatting, but it happened. Now, look, all the blood is gone. How? Why? How? I don't understand it. Like, he's obviously dead and bloodied. He's like, come on, Roger. I'll get you to your uh, Exactly. Stuff. And then Ben is like, I know I saw him dead. Why is he alive? He said, fuck it. I'm out of here. I'm right. leaving so it. That, doesn't, that part doesn't make sense. Ah, here we go. Now, Mo is like, no, no, no. I have a I can't help. Yeah, I'm not open relationship. So she, she goes to pull it off. But then she puts it back on. And he goes, take your hand off my pee-pee. And she, so what ends up happening is a... You know. Oh, right. Oh, hey, remember the time where we... Yeah, there he is. There's our killer. 
Now it says Edward when his name is Kenny in the film. I don't get that. Nickname. So her outfit is just a zoot suit pants up to her bra? With a fake hand in it. Yeah. Now Mitchie is going to have sex with... Oh, bad guy. With the no. lizard guy. Yeah. So and it's not weekends at Bernie. guy from the frat. Yeah. She doesn't know. It's She thinks it's someone else. Yeah, she thinks it's frat guy. Yeah. A little gross. Gross. A lot gross. So here's her boyfriend, who they have an open relationship, getting some. And Mitchie's getting some. He's finally getting laid. And he isn't talking. He doesn't get laid. He doesn't get laid. And he oh, doesn't he talk back. Mitchie's doing all the talking. Why don't you give it a listen for a second? Okay. Lizard does not talk at all. Now, remember, you remember they screwed with him. Die Hard guy put a dead corpse's hand. Yeah, yeah, okay. right. He shook his hands. He's, he's about to do the same thing to Mitchie. Ew. But why do it? Like, why not do it to Die Hard guy? Yeah. So look, she puts the the cadavered hand, and she goes. Cold hands, warm heart. Where did he get the cadaver's hand again? I don't know. He kept it from three years ago? Or maybe it was one of his recent kills. He's killed two. That seems like really messy. He killed someone, oh. chopped their hand off, drained the blood, put it in his uh, lizard right. suit. Right, the blood would be all... Yeah, it's not like a rubber hand. David Copperfield was really good in this film, and I really think it sucks that he decided not to do any others. Now, he's not exactly a movie star. I mean, he's he's. it's not like he's not handsome or something, but he's all thin and looks young and small. You know what I mean? Like, he wouldn't be a good movie star, but to play the magician in multiple movies would have been a good place for his career. You know how, like, uh, Jay Leno shows up in movies like, well, I tell you, did you hear about this guy who kidnapped someone who did this and that? Uh, like, oh, hey, you guys see the news? Like, maybe David Copperfield could show up with a deck of cards. Right, right. Yeah. Hear about this card, any card. Not that one! That reminds me of the time I was on a terror train. So now we'll get a moment between Jamie Lee Curtis and Copperfield, but it's for nothing else than to give us entertainment and eye candy. It doesn't advance our plot. It doesn't, you know, <laughs> it's almost like she's like sexually attracted to him, but she isn't really. Right. Well, she's, 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 on. she's being really smooth. You believe in magic? I'll have to convince you. This is your trick. Now watch, this is not a camera trick. I know you keep saying it. Yeah, I know. Total camera trick. Go under. Go under. Put your hand under. Smell the plastic, Jamie. Oh, and that's the end. Now, where's David Copperfield? That's clearly a camera trick. I think he went to Copperfield. <laughs> you know, David Copperfield is the book by... Um, uh, Dickens. 
Dickens, Charles Dickens, and I always thought, what a coincidence, you know, that's, you know, that happens in life. And then I found out, no, this guy's name is like Frank, blah, 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 blah. And he said, I like the sound of that name. And he took it from Dickens. Interesting. Yeah, you know, there was a, a Dev Patel played like, there was a David Copperfield movie recently. There was, okay, so he has been. Okay, no, 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 no. The, 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 the Dickens, not the musician. Oh, okay. No, um, uh, uh, Doc has just been the biggest asshole to Mo ever. He goes to Elena, the girlfriend, and essentially, wait, I'm sorry, Boo, put your phone down. I'm sorry, hold on. Okay, hang on. All right, hang on. Put your nose down. Put your nose down, unzip your pants. Okay, please stop teasing. No, no, I couldn't see your... Uh, couldn't. Oh! Uh, so anyway, Doc is making it so that Mo gets caught by Elena. That's what, what a dick. Yeah, I know. Because you know why? He wants Elena out. He wants his friend all to himself. Elena does not like Doc. Doc wants her out. Now, these conductors, they know there was a dead body on her train. Right. But they're not doing shit. Well, because the dude was alive. What the fuck? Something's weird here. And where did the body go? Now, Magic. I don't know. Now, now, Doc hates David Copperfield. David Copperfield keeps making him a dick. <laughs> Watch. He goes, go ahead, listen to it. He's, where's your card? Oh, hey, I'm talking in the background. Hey, yeah. There's your dark He's embarrassed and angry. See how he really hates him. Dr. Cod. So, now, Doc is this rough, tough jerk the whole movie. But when his friend dies, he turns into like a, oh my God! Like he really did a good acting job because he shows himself in fear. Like in fear, this tough guy would be like, "Oh, help, help!" It was really good acting. Uh oh, that's Michi, right? It's like she's like, "Can I have a quarter?" That's Michi. Yeah. Thou shall not pass. I knew it! I knew people were dying! I knew it! Oh, so that explains the smell. I'm not and crazy. I thought it was, like, a lot of maple syrup on the ground. It was blood all this time. Well, actually, you see, they were going to use ketchup, but in they only in Canada, they only have mayo. <laughs> that's a good so one. They had to use real blood. Yeah, that's, that's how I thought. They went to they you know they went to the concession and they were like ordering fries. What the no? We want the ketchup. We're shooting a film. What is it, sir? Ketchup, ketchup, ketchup with what? No, the condoms. <laughs> condoms. We don't sell condoms here, sir. Forget it. Let's see our movie in Belgium. All right. We'll I have to use the. May I'm not using mayonnaise as blood. That's not believable. All right. We gotta we go to Belgium. <laughs> now. Ben was, he's, he's like one of those like Burt Reynolds and his friend stuntmen from cowboy days. You know what I mean? He's a real. Like the Hal Needham guys. So there was a scene in which 
uh, Derek, our killer Kenny, kisses Ben on the lips. And Derek is a transvestite from the streets of Montreal, but Derek had this reaction, no, no, you do not kiss a man. I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. And I know Ben, ben won't do it. So they go to Ben in his trailer, and they're like, we want you to do the scene. You're going to kiss the killer. And he cool. All right, here we go. Well, let me turn the sound for this. They know he's in there. Don't kill me. Carl took a, a, a random uh, walkabout. Hopefully he'll join us in a second. Not really thrilled by this movie. Don't know what's going on. I would be able to riff if I knew what the fuck's going on. We'll okay, so sorry. I don't know how I did that to my. That guy. was good. That was impressive. You should hear when you listen to our show. Yeah. You could hear me uh, riffing by myself. I go. Uh, I did a girl. David Copperfield. I disappeared. You disappeared. It was practical. So anyway, Ben, who's the tough macho guy totally for the kiss and Derek who's the like dressing up as ladies guy is like I'm not kissing a dude you know anyway they did in the end kiss and it ended up not to be in the film now here's why Jamie Lee Curtis had this idea at the end let me kiss the killer to show something about my character to try to show like a connection I'm trying to make with Kenny. We hurt your feelings. We're really sorry. And, you know, so I think that they went with the one kiss and not the other. Right now, Mo is like, you jerk. You tried to get me caught. I didn't get caught. So screw you. Ben has told Jamie Lee Curtis, your friend Michelle is dead. I don't yeah, believe dude. you. Oh, my yeah, goodness. You're right. Look at all that mayonnaise. <laughs> Why did we drive fly? Why are we in Belgium? Now, Jamie is a scream queen, yes. which isn't very fair. He was in a horror film, but a scream queen is supposed to be in like, and she was in multiple ones, but she never does the scream. No, like so the there was. Queen. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to respectfully disagree. There's a movie about Psycho's shower scene, and I forget the name. Mm -hmm. It's a bunch of numbers. And because uh, it took how many how many shots were were edited together, and they talked oh. to her. They talked because you know that was his that was her mom in Psycho. Right. So watch she, disappear. By by the way, watch David disappear. Do tell your story, but he's gonna poof. All right. Well, so part of it is that Jamie Lee Curtis is a scream queen because she's in in Halloween, right? She was yes. in Terror Train. Her yes. mom was the classic scream queen in That's Psycho. True. And there was a TV show called Scream Queens where she shows up, Jamie Lee Curtis, and she's taking a shower. I think it was shot in black and white. And she turns to the camera going, nothing's going to happen or something like that. Like, <laughs> you think it's going to be like Psycho? It's not going to be like Psycho. So, yeah, she's definitely, you know, I say royalty. She's married to Christopher Guest. Like, aren't they, those yes. guys have titles? Like, aren't they like yes. royalty? Yes, yeah. that's right. Okay. Um. Well, she was in Halloween prom night, which she just filmed in Canada before she walked over to this set. She was in The Fog and Terror yeah. Train. So she was, this is her, like, she was in Road Games in 81 and Halloween 2. And, yeah, it. I guess, I don't know. I don't see her scream too much. That's why I said it, but. Yeah, but, I mean, I, I just think it's because she was in such iconic films and her mom happens to be in the, the right. classic screen movie. 
Now, Tia. when, when, um, okay, Mo, believe it or not, is dead, okay? And Doc is so pissed off at David Copperfield. Every time he does an impressive poof, he disappears, and everyone goes, yay, David Copperfield. But Doc is like, fucking ass. Hey, it's the killer. <clears throat> now look, Ben finds some blood. I knew it! I'm not crazy! He is crazy. He's letting this train stop. <clears throat> now look, turn up the sound, because Doc does an excellent acting job here. Come on, Mo, wake up, wake up, Mo. Then he's gonna start calling for help. No, wake up. Keep it up, keep it up. He does a really good job. He's a screen king. He's a screen king. Now keep it going when he. Okay. Oh, okay, we're getting. Ow. Ow! I'm acting. They all think he's going around. Oh, are you doing the stabbing prank again? Those are definitely Montreal locals who are in their regular weekend garb. You can tell from the mayonnaise on their clothes. They're from okay, Canada. Can, I think you already turned it off. You can stop listening because he's pretty much done with his. I just thought it was very good how he was such a tough guy and no right. feelings. And then when the guy gets hurt, he's like, what? Good. It's all crying. It's all no sweaty. wonder he got cast in Die Hard. <coughs> this, but this is like clean shaven acting. Like I, Die Hard is all about that beard. Yeah. <coughs> He's got no beard in this film. Okay, get back. So Jamie Lee Curtis is one of my favorite actors, and she was in. Uh, like I love her. Like, you know, I'm a big fan of uh, Christmas with the Cranks. Right. And she part of the that. reason that appeal is that it's. The reappearance of Dan Aykroyd and Jamie Lee Curtis, who both appeared in Trading Places. Yeah, but there's no magic there. I mean, it was a million years later. And it was a million years later. About their, listen, in Trading Places, it was a very funny film, but it was not a funny film because of the banter between Curtis and Aykroyd. You know, there was no magic to put. It's just a curio that, oh, they were in that film, they're in this film. Right, yeah. No, it's true. And it's funny, too, because, you know, uh, people will remember she was. Still doing it. She was she was topless in Training Places, and then in uh, Christmas of the Crank, she wears a bra. Oh, and you're like, oh, huh? She was topless for two seconds, and okay, so he pulls the brake. Finally, the brake doesn't stop. So Ben is like, holy shit, that means those guys must be dead. So he runs off to his other conductor friends. Oh, the guy with the brake man hat. I guess. Oh, crime, rocking. Crime. Don't do the crime. If, if you don't you, do the time, if something time, don't do it. If you can do the time, then commit a crime. Here We're crime. So he's going to unprofessionally put on the brake. Whoa. Whoa. Uh, all the musicians' secrets are revealed. <laughs> how, did the, how did you do that concerto? No, no, no. Uh, musician, a musician never tells a secret. 
Did I do that as the open mic? <coughs> Sonata? Tell me if someone laughs at it. Fish, and I'll put you in the thing. <laughs> Never reveals his secret. We'll see if that works. But I mean, I got to do a whole setup around it so that. Yeah, it's not a long setup. So all the train stuff was shot first. This was about 25 days of shooting, I think. Um, let's see. Do I have an actual day count here? The train stuff was all shot first. <clears throat> In the fifth week, they did the exteriors. The day before the final day, they did that stuntman thing where the, where the production designer stepped up and did it. Who did this whole train art deco stuff? And then the last day was the first scene we saw, the crap thing. Gotcha, the bonfire. Right. Uh, is that blood or suit? Blood. So all the Americans were going, we're having a bonfire. And then all the Montreal French people were like, it is a good fire, you say? It oh, is it's a bonfire. bonfire. <laughs> oh, we're having a bonfire. It's just an average fire, but it's, no, you say it's a good fire. The bonami fire. Okay, for some reason, Ben has stopped the train and wants everyone Good. to evacuate. Finally. So everyone's getting outside. But look how casual he's walking right now. It took him three dead bodies to finally stop the car, the train. Right. Now, what is the point? This guy, this African-American guy, he's a very famous jazz bassist in um, in Montreal. He was he really grew up in Philadelphia. He learned bass. Uh, he learned a lot about jazz. He became a big deal there. He went to Temple University for music. <clears throat> but then he moved to Montreal and became an even huger deal. Um, his name is Charles Biddle Sr., which means somewhere there's a Charles Biddle Jr. going, my dad eclipses me! Damn it! <laughs> now, it is cold in real life. This was all shot in Montreal in the freezing cold. As a matter of fact, cameras would freeze on them. What they're doing right now is a head count. Who's dead right. and who's alive? Here comes Charles Biddle. I don't know why he's in this film, except he lived in Montreal. Yeah, maybe he's a friend of the producers. Yeah. Uh, are you counting that? Dead body with fake tits. I'm not counting as we go, but I know that there's seven, a body count of seven, because the internet told me. And <clears throat> three were off camera. And unconfirmed. One was a missing person presumed dead, and the others we see them get killed. And then booby wise, we've seen one dead booby, and then and one alive, a two one, alive, a two alive. Now Jamie Lee Curtis is putting two and two together. All the people who have been killed, what do they have in common? That they were part of the incident. So diehard guy is saying, "What are you a nut?" And then Jamie Lee Curtis says. I went to the hospital after the incident, and I found mm. out that mm. Kenny had mental problems, and he had killed another person by an accident, but he had killed another person. So now Die Hard is like, we're next! <laughs> what a crybaby. Yeah, but, but he's acting, and that's, that's why I really like his... Yeah, Ooh, uh, I can have to look out for him more, I guess. I also really... really appreciate the fact that Jamie Lee Curtis was trying to do something with her character. 
yeah. make her sympathetic, make her understanding. But she had very little opportunity because most of the time she's running away going, ah, you know? So it was scenes like that in which she's really acting and kissing the guy in the end was really her idea. It was not in, you know, the per executive producer, producer, and director were on the set that day going, you know what? Do it. Yeah, do it. That's cool. <laughs> And we'll cut the scene in which the killer kisses Ben. Yeah, like go ahead and do the scene, Jamie. That's, that makes a lot of sense. We can't wait to put this in our movie. So okay. Charles Biddle comes out and says, nobody's on the train. It's all clean. So is the killer in costume right now? I guess the killer is in drag as the assistant, I guess. But that never is clear. That's just a little inside joke. Uh, oh, it's no joke. Oh, so it really is the killer. <clears throat> That's Kenny. As you know, I ruin films for us yeah. because it's not, yeah. you're not here to find out what happened in the movie. So it's much more interesting when we know stuff throughout the film uh, because then we can see all the stuff that plays on it leading to it. I That's my philosophy of why I don't mind spoiling I wouldn't spoil I, I, it if we were at the theater. I would spoil right. it if we were on our You podcast. would spoil it if you talk over the movie for two hours. <laughs> yeah. Kenny Hampson. See, he was into magic. Whoa. And there's a magician in our movie. Yeah. And, oh, yeah, I forgot to raise that at the time. Doc was like, why the hell is there a magician on this train? And Moe's like, what do you mean? What are you talking about? He goes, I did not hire a magician. He goes, what? <laughs> well... This is my party. I organized the whole thing. I did not hire a magician. And that's the first reason why he doesn't like David Copperfield to begin with. I, I should have brought that up at the time. Yeah, it explains the backstory of why he hates magicians. I was 12 and I was at a party. I was six years old. I guess six, not 12. So for their own safety, Doc has locked them in there so they don't get killed. Jamie Lee Curtis is like, I have to go tell everyone they're going to get killed. It's Kenny. And he's like, no, only thing that matters is us. So now, if you're going to do that, Doc locks him out, thinking he's gonna, she's going to get killed. That's what a scumbag Doc is. Right. But it's just the, one of the conductor dudes. Oh, the brake man? He did a great job with the brakes. They were not even working. Yeah, right. Party I guess it'd be fun to party on a train. Party train what? I'm sorry, I was talking over you. No, no, it's just it would be fun to party in a party train. In trading places that That's happens. right. It's the Halloween train. Yeah, the yeah. ape suit. Yeah, Jim Belushi's dressed as an ape. And then it's uh yeah. That's true. She's been in plenty of train movies. I'm trying to think what else. I seen her in Blue Steel. Have you ever seen that '80s film where she's a cop, New York City cop, and Ron Silver? I think is like. You know what? I saw that film. I completely forget it. I did see that film. Yes. Yeah, it's good. It was a cop. She was in Blowout with Travolta. Was she? Maybe not. Who's in uh, Knives Out? Have you seen that one? No, that's the recent one. Yeah. No, it looked from the. I don't know. I, maybe it's a good I movie. It it's a good. It's it's a good movie. James Bond is in it. Yeah, James Bond has this crazy accent, and he plays kind of a crazy outsized guy. But you know, it's. No, I'm uh, writing it down. I'll watch it. Nice. Yeah. Out. Well, you know that Netflix paid the producers like two hundred million dollars to guarantee the sequel's premiere on Netflix. Oh, okay. 
equals. They know where their bread is butter. Yeah. Oh, is this train stop ever going to arrive? Or are we going to finally show up at San Jose? Jesus Christ, I feel like I'm on this train forever. Next stop, Boston. Yeah. Oh, wait. Uh, next stop, San Francisco. But first, Oakland. God damn it. Actually, there's no train station in San Francisco. You have to stop at Oakland. I kind of don't understand what he's doing right now. He's basically alone freaking out. I'm going to get killed. Like, if you wanted to take Amtrak from San Francisco, you go to the Amtrak San Francisco station. Okay. You wait for a bus. The bus takes you over the bridge, drops right. you off at the at the Jack London Square where the train station is. And the worst is when you arrive at Oakland and you're like, I still have to fucking take the bus to San Francisco. And I'm almost <laughs> home. I never this scene. He's like freaking out on himself. Everything is so sweaty in this scene. Him, the items. Look at that. Look at that sweat. No. Hoisted by my own Look petard. Fingernail, painted fingernails. Oh, that's the killer. Yep. So the reason they couldn't find him on the I thought that he was in the crowd, but hiding, I guess, right where he locked himself in to, to, now, why is it he can't get out? I don't get it. Right. He knows he's dead. And what a shitty job the uh, conductors did searching for people on the train. Yeah, they just completely, it. door's locked. Let's do the next one. Anyone in here? No. Okay. We checked. Now everyone back onto the murder express. They're all freezing. They're all really freezing. Look at her in her thin I know, blouse. I know. Probably that sheer teen material that's cold. Can I have your blanket? Can I please have your blanket? Okay, now. Oh no, he gets an X? Right. Here comes Kenny. Does Copperfield know that it's Copperfield just has an assistant who always loves magic. He wants to be the sword. I know. I don't like the look of that. I love magic. Magic is great. Mind if I kill you? <laughs> I used to have a joke about sawing a lady in half. Look, the killer's got the sword. And David Copperfield's like, what are you doing? Hey, magicians only. They're rocking it. You know, if you're a magician in Los Angeles, you're allowed to go to the Magic Castle. Uh-huh. You know, the Hollywood Castle Magic. And it's great because if you ever need to take a shit, you could just go right in. They'll be like, I'm sorry, bathrooms for magicians only. That's why I always keep a top hat in the car when I'm going to see the Walk of Fame, just in case I got to I have to go take a dump. I have a dove in my, my sleeve. <laughs> <laughs> got to let me in. Hi, I'm here to take poop disappear. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, prove you're a magician. You're not taking a shit out of a bathroom to even. Is this your card? Okay. Uh, the observation passenger car used in the film was called Den Hotso, and it's now in Arizona Railway Museum in Chandler, Arizona. The oh, steam smoke was simulated by burning a combination of charcoal and church incense. I don't want to read you all the train stuff. This is all like online trains and information. 
Uh, no, the, 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 the train sites that usually pop up when you look at a train film did not pop up. This stuff is like um, IMDb's trivia. Did you know? And so yeah. I just combined all the train ones together. Yeah, because usually you find somebody online who's like, I can't believe they use this train model. Yeah, that's right. Who are you kidding with that <laughs> sprocket in the left rear of a diesel 147 Pacific? No way! Obviously, the producer was not a real brakeman because then oh, he would oh, realize. Oh. So now he sees the murder. More blood. This guy should just resign. You're Doc a terrible conductor. You are. You couldn't conduct electricity, buddy. The only thing you conduct is like murders on your back. Right. Now the taglines. Experience the most terrifying ride of your life on the terror train. Okay, here's another tagline. The boys and girls of Sigma Phi. Some will live and some will die. I like that tagline. I would definitely see a movie with that tagline. Terror train. Don't waste your money on a return fare. You won't be coming back. Yeah, it's lousy. Return fare. I don't know. Terror train. Lines aren't as good. Now look, what does he see? It's the head. Oh my god, the, he beat the shit out of that mannequin. Yeah, well, that was uh, Doc. That was. That, that was, was not Doc. That didn't even look like that. Looked like a raccoon. <laughs> looked like, like a die-hard guy without a beard. Sometimes I'll be walking around at night and I'll see like an opossum out of the blue stare at me. Like that looked like a, a bloody opossum. So now he's putting. Obviously, the murders aren't over. So now he's putting everybody in one car. So he's like, "Ma'am, who I don't know is the killer. We're having coffee. Come along. Come along now. Bring David Copperfield." She goes, "He's in the back. I'll bring him." Nice wig, by the way. How yeah. did you know? So they they casted this guy, wasn't auditioning. Right. Find out that he's a, he, he's uh, on That's stage. Right. Yeah. And they said, okay, act three is written. I guess, yes, because so many of this film, so much of this film was not in the script, including Magician, including yeah. the kiss at the end, including the kiss between Ben and Derek, which didn't get... Uh, into the film. All right, we're all locked in. Now the killer can't... They suspect that the magician is the killer. Okay, here's... This guy will not play his jazz bass at all. You would think he would have sat in with uh, crime rock. I know, seriously. Like, crime... He's probably, like, listening to them like they suck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, probably. Yeah. He's probably, like, rock sucks in general. Yeah. Now, here's what I don't understand, Mike. This is the room that they hid in before, and this is the room that that uh, Doc was killed in. So where's all the blood? Where's all the... Is this a smell? So he's saying, like, make sure you have your ticket. You can sleep here, but <laughs> after three stops, I need to come in and check your ticket. Look, there's, he's saying, we know he's definitely after you. So you stay in here. I'll be outside the door with an axe. That's what we're here for. And she's be she's being an actress right now. She's doing right. a good job.
Did you ever see the remake of Psycho? Gus Van Sant with uh, uh, Vince Vaughn as uh, Norman No. Bates. Did I see it? No. Okay. No. I saw I it in the... figure it, right? Don't bother. Don't bother. They did a remake of Carrie, and I was like, why? It isn't the story or the script. It was that film, that time. It was Sissy Spacek. It wasn't even John Travolta. They've, they made so many remakes. I can't even tell you. It's not even the 12. I think they recently made one a couple years ago. I just don't understand Hollywood people. And it's true for other things. Like, how many times have you heard somebody do their version of Into the Mystic by Van Morrison? It's not the song, you dummy. It's that day's performance. It's the job the guy did. It was the movie. Not well, the Stephen King, like, whatever. He can do whatever he wants with his properties. And there's producers hungry to get the stuff out. And, you know, there's generations that didn't see William Catt. And oh, I'm sorry to interrupt you. Yeah. Here's Skullduggery. There's Skullduggery Hero. Yes. Adam? Yeah. Like, I'll go kill him. Let me in there. Did you see Skullduggery? Yeah. Here. Here's your axe. You want to go kill him? I'm going to ask him a question. Yeah. Listen to him. He's going to back down. Yeah, maybe not. I'll yeah, wait till Skullduggery. I was going to kill him, but I'm going to be the lead in a film coming up. I really don't want to die. You think blood is the axe body spray? <laughs> so you're in the middle of saying something when I interrupted, because that's it for the whole film. We're going to miss him if we don't see him now. Who, the porter? Skullduggery. Oh, Skullduggery only shows up for that one scene? Yep. I really was afraid to give you Skullduggery to research because it was supposedly Look. bad. Oh my God! Take note. It was really a bad film. It really was, but it wasn't, I don't know. It wasn't like bad, but I thought it was going to be like just really bad, but it was bad. You know, the the very few times I've ever pushed back on your films is when I started watching it. It's just this is unwatchable. Yeah, I yeah. think it was um, Showgirls Four was one of so those. It was uh, it was Showgirls Two. For some reason, there's a, a sequel. And it was shot like not even on video. It was video. shot on like it was shot on like mimeograph paper. Ah, like <laughs> it looks horrible. Yeah. Now Ben is brave. Now Ben got the script, and his character was like blah 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 blah. So he goes to the director and he says, "Listen, I worked with um. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Ah, here he is. Uh, I worked with John Ford." In 1950s, uh, Last Picture Show, you saw that with. Um... Oh, I I know of that movie. I've never seen it. Oh, you should see it. Um, okay. I know, I know. I just haven't seen remember it. Remember Bruce Willis was uh, was it? Uh, who she was in? Civil Civil Chevy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, yeah no, anyway, it's a famous movie for. Her. This director taught him, cut the lines, cut the dialogue, get it Peter down Bruce. to very few. You know, the less your character says, the stronger it is. And he totally reworked this script, just chopping out all the extra. He would say, he wouldn't say, sit down, there's a killer on the train. We think we know what's going on and we'll be back to you and we'll get back to you and this staff is going to protect you. He cuts it down to, sit down, there's a killer. And then leave, right. you know. That's all we really want in a horror movie. Uh-oh, Albert Einstein's. As he goes through his, look, 
Stabbed him in the animal. Yeah. With with David Copperfield's sword. I don't know how he got it. Oh, he got how it from Charles Fiddle, I guess. Wait a minute. So how sharp are these swords he's using? Well, it's a movie. According to this movie, they're it's real they're real swords. swords. Look, I'm acting. I'm oh. acting. I know. Here she's screaming, right? She's scream queen. Yes, you're right. You're right. She's a classic. I mean, like, it's iconic her game chase. But I think of Scream Queens like that's all they do. Well, like, I always think of Texas so Chainsaw better. Massacre with those women running around. That movie was no eggshells. <laughs> uh oh. This was really interesting. It wasn't the greatest film, but did a lot of interesting camera stuff. and. Yeah, no, I mean, I know Toby Hooper from Life Force and. Texas Chainsaw Massacre. So to see his first film being this yeah. arty film. It... Let's listen. Ow. It's Is this the, the end of Jamie Lee Curtis? She's... Now look, that really hurt her. She hit her head on that doorknob. Yeah. It really did hurt her. I'm sure. It doesn't say that on the internet. It was in her memoirs, chapter four, that goddamn door. The doorknob bonked my ear. Look at this. Ouch! Ouch! That must have been real. Yep. <laughs> now, a fire... There's her bra. A right. fire... Um, Extinguisher. She squirts him, but why does that hurt him? You know what I mean? It's just... It's just... Well, it's chemicals. Mouth? There's chemicals in there. It's not okay. water. It has like a, a, a hint of cinnamon. <laughs> a hint of cinnamon. You so can those taste chemicals it. that are toxic and you'd be like, Bleh, oof, get right. out. Okay. But if you were fire, you'd be like, oh, hey, I'm going out. Those chemicals are doing a job. They're chilling me out. Okay, now she's fake locked in there. Right. So Kenny is fake trying to get in. But there's keys right there. Uh, it's just terror at this point. So I want you to turn up the sound, be not now, because she just starts appealing to him. We're really sorry we freaked you out. And then she kisses him. I thought that was scene was going to be there, but oh. wow, he's going to put out all the lights. Pretty scary. Yeah. Her blouse is ruined. Yeah, I know. She's going to, and the dry cleaners are going to be like nosy. You know, you can't bring in your blood. You have to go to a veterinarian. If you've seen any gangster movie, <laughs> you got to go to the vet. Yeah, and, right. When you get shot, you head straight to the vet. Right. Under so, the radar. Let's say you don't get shot, but there's blood all over. You go to the yeah. vet, the vet's like, all right, hang on, cancel my... What's wrong? Cancel What's wrong? There's a, my paw. My paw got a thorn. All right, hey, listen. On the table. I'm not supposed to be dry cleaning your clothes. I'm a veterinarian. Now watch this. Watch this. You've, you've thought about this hurting someone many uh, times, right? Yeah, sure. Every time in the office. Now he is really hurt, but for some reason, this won't disable him all the way. Now, she well, locked herself in there. She's kicking her way out. But Kenny couldn't seem to do it. Well, I mean, she pushed from the inside. 
Oh. Yeah, right. She pushed from the inside. That's why. Why didn't she take the mask off already? Yeah, how are you going to kiss him with the mask on, you dummy? So when he falls from the train, that's the art director. Yes, when he falls from the train, it's really the art director. Because he just couldn't handle the cold. Oh! I designed the sets. But he hasn't really fallen yet. Oh, no. He falls out of the train, but in typical movie style, he's like on the outside of it now, and you'll see him in the window. Ah! And then, wait, does it say the end? Or no. is there another scene? Do they finally kill him? It's unclear, Mike, because he falls to the ground as if he's dead, but. Yeah. It's unclear if he's dead, dead. He waited three years for them to go to a train party? Yes. Also, they wouldn't be in school. I think even in the early 80s, the school would have expelled them. Schools end. Oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah. With the cadaver, which is unhealthy. like It's school property. Yes. Is this because we burnt the banner? Every class does that. No, no, sir. It's not because we burnt the banner. Okay, everything's over. Is it because we were drinking on a train? No, no, people drink all that. It's the fact that you uh, took a corpse and pretended it was a woman. Well, that was a fun train ride. Boy, that was a train ride I'll never forget. Oof, it's all over. Why didn't the movie end if it's all over? Oh, right. There's no more, if there's no more jump scares, then why are we watching this? In case he doesn't know exactly what. Look, she didn't wash off the blood from her. Well, she just. Her. Yeah. She was working at McDonald's as Ronald. <laughs> so she just collapsed, I guess. She's sleeping it off. Oh, Cleo. Carry on, Cleo. Carry on, Columbus. That was a good one. I like that one. But they did one called Carry on, Cleo. Uh-huh. Where, you know, yeah, the We're going to see in the window now. Uh-oh. Oh, no. Terror. Did they even end up in the poster? Oh, no, it didn't. It was always Groucho Marx on the poster. That would be a pretty cool poster, a guy sideways out the window. Yup. But it's Einstein. Oh, no. That's how this movie ends? No, th there will be one more contest, one more final battle. All right. Well, I'm looking forward to it. How are you doing, Carl? I haven't I'm seen you in a while. Okay? Yeah, all right. Can't wait for this final battle. Yeah, uh, things are good on my end. Yeah, it's really kind of slow, isn't it? Uh, let me see if I can tell you anything about this film. Um, so... Oh, that's so okay. Uh, Roger, Robert Ebert, this is on his most hated list. He hated this film. Oh, yeah. His infamous most hated list. He wrote a book called I Hated It. And <laughs> it, has, it has him like looking like uh, Macaulay Culkin in Home Alone, uh, down to the red sweater, and the, the expression. And it's just all his one-star reviews, which, okay. you know, for a fan of bad movies, it's nice to hear it. But 
for a fan of things not being repetitive, it's a, it's a slog because after a while you get it. Like it everything's is, bad, you right. know. And it is repurposed content. Well, yeah, but I mean, he really does hate bad movies. Uh huh. Now, this I disagree with the internet. They called this the category of Canucksploitation, Canadian low-budget films. But I don't think it's exploitation at all. It's just it's a cheaper place to shoot. You can do any kind of film as long as the cameras are rolling. It's just cheaper here. Oh no, I think exploitation being like it's another horror film, but this time it's shot in. They're exploiting the horror craze, not Canada. Right, but it's shot in Canada, so it's Canuck. I can't even do it. Exploitation, Canuck exploitation. Neighbor of the North exploitation. Uh, David Copperfield once said of this movie he appeared in, "Film is a magnifying glass for magic, so I had to be very careful. What you see on screen is exactly what the extras saw during shooting." It is impressive. Yes. It was his only acting role in film or tel- television. Um, it had he had so much trouble saying his lines. He swore he'd may, never make another movie. I don't know. I think yeah. he made a mistake there. Well, I mean, look, the roles weren't spectacular. I mean, he he got to play a magician, but it was in some horror film. Yeah, but it was all about him being a magician. I mean, it was perfect self promotion. Yeah, it was perfect self promotion. Studio spent five million dollars on an advertising came, uh, campaign for the film. It was their only foray into the slasher film subgenre. Um, Does she think the magician magician is the killer? No. No, she knows it's Kenny. It's clearly Kenny. I don't know why we're seeing this long, drawn-out, boring crap. That's why I'm trying to find something to tell you about from the film. I know, it's remarkable. And also, like, what's what's the deal with this book being on a fucking train? Oh, no, I guess it's, oh, it's his press clippings. Yeah, I guess. But we saw the yearbook. Look, David Blaine! Uh... You didn't have any trouble saying these lines, David. Oh, I said Blaine. It's Copperfield. Excuse me. Yeah, you're out of here, girl. Yeah. You don't mention David Blaine. The, the magician. Killer's still here. The killer's still here. Blarg. City sleeping quarters. Many people think Jamie Lee Curtis is very sexy, but I got to tell you that she's like, I have, I get a vibe off of her from my mom. She's like got the same body type as my mom and everything. <laughs> I've never had a, you know. Not going to touch that. He, he he thinks she's with the conductor, but who is it really? It's Kenny! Oh, with another mask. Oh, a Halloween mask. Didn't I see you in Montreal in a dress? Ta-da! It is Kenny. Oh, look at that. Now, the film will now hit us over the head. I know, it's too many... Uh... Remember her? Remember her? It was him all the time! Why did he have to wear the wig over his costume? Also, do you notice that everyone he kills has the same suit, outfit, like it's the same size as the murderer? <laughs> yeah, that's right. Like no, wait, Ben Johnson. Turn it up. Turn it up. Okay. She's going to appeal to him. 
Flashback. Right, I've seen this movie. It's not really a flashback for me. It's all Jamie Lee Curtis's idea, and it might be because they filmed that beginning scene last that it got thrown in after to make this make sense. Hills are alive. Remember, he got stabbed in the eye. Yeah, but I guess it was in the cheek. Now he's freaking out and remembering. Acting. Acting. What are you doing in here? He, he's acting then. And so Now look, he gets hit. It isn't really getting killed. See uh, that? Carl, you didn't mention he fell, fell off a bridge into icy cold water. And he lost his shoe. He's yeah. dead. He's no, the art director's dead. Okay, yeah, I guess. Yeah, that is dead. the art director. Not like that far, but it looked like a dummy. It did. But this so, is all art director. It's just well, that's, too cold for the stuntman. He couldn't do it. Wait a minute. The, is an actual human being floating in that water? I, I, I'm guessing yes. I really kind of don't know the internet. It'd be says. a mannequin. Sorry. <laughs> Mannequin. I mana can't do it, boss. You're the stuntman. I know. I mannequin. You're the art director. Mannequin on the move. Oh, what a cast of carne. Carne, that's his name? It's Spanish for yes. meat? Carney was the train conductor. Doc. We hate Doc. Yeah, we do. But he was a good actor. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Art. Carl, what do you think of this movie? Uh, I enjoyed it. I, I, I guess I enjoyed it. I mean, it wasn't yeah. good, but I mean, I didn't, wasn't torture. Lots of times you give me a film like a skullduggery and I'm sitting there going, oh my God. And by the fourth time, I'm finally into it. Maybe the third. I'm finally into it because I get the whole plot and where it's going and why they made choices. This one I didn't have trouble with. I, I, it was fine to get through the first time. I've seen this before, you know, it's, it's for a horror movie, it doesn't push my buttons as much as other horror movies, mm -hmm. you know, it definitely is, you know, gross and all that stuff, but it isn't, like, I was able to watch it, so yeah. that's a plus for me. Uh, yeah, I like this movie, it's good. Spooky. Huh? Huh? You never saw it coming. Good. Now, maybe never talk of Terror Train again. I don't ever want to see this <laughs> fucking movie ever again. Okay, I hate this, it's over. hate this fucking it's movie. Over. Larry Cohen was one of the players on the band in crime. Do you think that was the director, Larry Cohen? No, no. I would doubt it. I, yeah. I, different, different Larry Cohen. Well, I'm really grasping for straws as the credits roll up. Uh, yeah, Norman Foy. Do you remember Norman Foy? He was the best boy. Nor was... uh, it's, it's pronounced Norman. Oh, Norman? Excuse me. And it's pronounced Foy. Uh, all right, well, that has been our movie. That has been our show. We'll be back next Sunday here on Meet Me Radio, here through our podcast, L-W-A-F-L-M-O-Y-T, and through our YouTube channel, which if you're watching right now, check out these movies, Carl, I got. I have Abbott and Costello's Volume 4. Yeah, the classics. 
So these are the last movies they made. It doesn't have that solo film uh, Lou did, the one about the giant woman, but it has okay. Meet Jekyll and Hyde, Keystone Cops. They meet the Keystone Cops. The Very nice. That's old. They're probably then, all old. Their last movie was a compilation film called The World of Abbott and Costello. And then there's 94 special Meet Jerry Seinfeld. What? Okay. I don't, I don't know if I want to watch Jerry Seinfeld talk about Abbott and Costello. And uh, look what I got here. John Wick. <sighs> Chapters one through three, all of them. Buddy. Wow, you could be oh, for hours. I could be waiting for that next scene for hours. <laughs> they just have to go through the sommelier. They just have to have the woman cut herself in the bath, and then we could get to the uh, catacombs. Yeah, but we're not going to be watching any of those films next week, Carl. Okay, we'll be back next Sunday with a new picture to watch. So tune in next week. We'll be here on Mini Radio, uh, two p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Tune in at noon, listen to our friend Scotto with uh, Found Round Sound. Check out everything at Mutiny Radio by going to their website, mutinyradio.fm. There's a big donation button. Go ahead and hit donate. You can donate through Venmo. You can donate through, uh, I don't know. Through your wallet. Just do it. Just do it. Just go to the festival and give us money. Uh, and we'll be back next week. So uh, we hope you had a good time. Thank you, Carl, for being guest and researching the movie and Thank watching you, it three Mike. times and writing the theme song and producing the show and That's interviewing all of these guest work. I love all it. What a great guest. Uh, and we'll be back next Sunday. So we hope to, to join you then. We'll see you then. Later. Let's watch a full length movie on YouTube with more. friend i wrote this song uh, my turn-ons are satin sheets and waves champagne tickles my nose and i love to paint outdoors listen you should follow me on twitter it's jokes to carl the french duh not the oh, oh, duh. let's watch a full-length movie on youtube with Agency, the Departments of Justice and the Interior um, are all being headed by acting officials. Oh, yeah, there it is. Hold on. I'm going back there. We're doing this. Here we go. Mm-mm-mm. Yep, it's uh, Tuesday at 6 o'clock. It's Bug Out Square. You've, you've done all you need to do. And now uh, all there is to do is sit back and enjoy, because uh, it's Bug House Square and it's Mutiny Radio. Dick? Have you seen that vigilante man? Have you seen that vigilante man? Have you seen that vigilante man? I've been hearing his name all over the land. Hey, this week on Bug House Square, I got um, I got good records. Not a heap of planning, but good records. Uh, I had, I had things, I had plans, but um, they were best laid. Has he got a gun and a club in his hand? Is that? A vigilante man 
rainy night down in the engine house. Sleeping just as still as a mouse. Man come along and chased us out in the rain. Was that a vigilante man? Stormy days, we'd pass the time away. Sleeping in some good warm place. Man come along and we give him a little race. Was that a vigilante man? Preacher Casey was just a working man. And he said, unite all you working men. Kill him in the river. Some strange man was that, a vigilante man. Vigilante man, why does a vigilante man carry that sawed-off shotgun in his hand? Would he shoot his brother and sister down? I rambled around from town to town. I rambled around from town to town. And they herded us around like a wild herd of cattle. Was that the vigilante men? Have you seen that vigilante man? Have you seen that vigilante man? I've heard his name all over the land.
just a perfect day. Drink sangria in the park, and then later, when it gets dark, we go home. Just a perfect day. Feed animals in the zoo. Then later, a movie too, and then home. Oh, it's such a perfect day. I'm glad I spent it with you. Oh, such a perfect day. You just keep me hanging on. You just keep. Just a perfect day. Problems all left alone. Weekenders on our own. It's such fun. Just a perfect day. You made me forget myself. I thought I was someone else, someone good.
Ain't nobody's dirty business how my baby treat me. Nobody's business but mine. Ain't nobody's doggone business how my baby treat me. Nobody's business but my own. Some of these mornings gonna wake up crazy, gonna grab my gun, kill my baby. Nobody's business but mine. Ain't nobody's doggone business how my baby treat me. Nobody's business but my own. Gonna wake up boozy, gonna grab my gun, gonna kill old Susie. Nobody's 